What's up, everybody? Um, so this is going to be a, a just a what we're calling it is a inner tribal chat. So we have me, which is Russell Sun Eagle from Oki Podcasts, Ian Allison from Native Film Talk, Tyler Randall from Skoden Cinema, and Kevin Nez from the Mac Nez Podcast. And we are here right now just to discuss everything that's that's been going on with the two episodes from Reservation Dogs. Just a uh, reaction and what we loved, you know, what we just what we've um, just kind of, I guess, if I miss something, I'm sure I did. I'm sure you guys seen more than I did. I miss a lot of shit. But um, but yeah, so shoot, let's just get into it. What did y'all well, love? I, what did y'all I think, love? I think, I think, I think we should start with the Oklahoma person, but I jumped right in. So I'll just go ahead and start. Uh, <laughs> so my bad. And so I, um, my podcast, if, if you haven't heard, is uh, Native Film Talk, talking about Native representation in film and television. So all the stuff I've been talking about till now, I, I hate and love Res Dogs because of one, I love it. Like I love every minute of it, loved every, every second of both episodes. I think the season's going to like set the bar. It's the gold standard, as Tyler said during his, his latest podcast. It truly is the gold standard. But now like everything else fucking sucks. <laughs> like if you think of everything else, you're like, God, it was just table scraps up to this point. Like mm-hmm. it was just compared to this. Like I think about all the stuff where I, I was like making amends almost with like, this is, this is all we got. So I got to find like the slivers of like good in it. You know, and like some of the, so there's still some stuff that just like stands the test of time, like Billy and Predator or Magua and Last of the Mohicans that are just always going to be badass. But some of the other like questionable stuff, like you can have that, you know, like I think, I think watching Res Dogs, I've seen it twice now, I watched it once by myself and once with my brother in law. And like, fuck, it's just, it's just so good. Like every, this, this is, if, and I was thinking too, like, I was like nine when smoke signals came out or like seven. So I never saw it. I never was around for the buzz. I wonder like if this is what people felt like, like when smoke signals was, like, came out. Um, and, but I mean, they didn't have a social media, so they couldn't be like talking to other natives all the time of like, Oh my God. I think what's so awesome is like, everybody has taken this by the horns and just like, it's, it's like, it's its own subculture already, even though it's just two episodes in like taking memes left and right, like crazy. And, you know, <laughs> utilizing some of the quotes and it's just, i love it i love it and um i i I bet you all feel the same it's just fucking amazing yeah i just want to get russell's um reaction because he got to see it he went to the premiere uh, oh Oh, shit here you know with like the whole cast and crew and so i I was going there but chipotle made a mess of my tummy that day (laughs) (laughs) and i i just was it was like uh uh big in the onions in the meat pies i was just kind of stiff but i wanted to get your reaction what was the the uh the feeling like seeing it with the cast and crew and just the house full of natives that were there oh my god it was a uh man i don't think i've I've never seen anything like that um it was weird though because the casino my friend sent me that link and that was like monday and I didn't hear anything about that screening. And so I just started sending it to everybody like past, present guests or future guests. I mean, and just like friends like that, I know. So I was just sending that out to everybody. And then, so finally they like put it out on their web or their Facebook page on, I think Saturday or no, not Saturday, but Friday, I think two days before it even was going to start. And so then it got blown up 
But man, like when we got there, I mean, it was just see a sea of natives, man, indigenous people, bro. It was like it was so like um, it was just unbelievable, man, like just the support already. And just everybody was just there having a good time, smiling, laughing, like no drama, no fucking nothing like that, man. And we're all just hanging out in the lobby, taking pictures with everybody, like just chit chatting, man. Just like just just like what we what we all do, man, what we all do. We just like fucking have a great time and everything. Did you watch both episodes? Yeah. Yeah. They showed both both episodes and like we went in there, we all sat there and then they presented like Sterling Harjo. He had a, they presented him with a a scholarship. So he has a scholarship now um, to give out to, you know, some indigenous kids that want to be the next Sterling Harjo, which is awesome. And FX is FX is adding on like, I think 10 grand more or 20 grand more or something like that. And so like, man, it was like, everybody was cheering and clapping. And then like, god dude when the first episode started it was it's just like i i watched it here at home and it was just like it it couldn't like it won't nothing will match that dude like nothing will match that like experience for me wow we're all like like hooting and hollering luluing like it was (laughs) it was awesome like it was just amazing to hear all that and then like when it was all over with the two episodes we were like to show the rest of the season like we'll just hang <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's just binge it <laughs> yeah keep going but it was awesome like it was amazing and then like after that we all just hung out in the lobby some more like and they let us like they let us hang out and chill and take pictures and it was it was awesome it was amazing and then like it was cool to see like everybody there that i've connected with and looking for tyler but yeah. dang he told me i was like oh fuck but <laughs> It was it was awesome. Like, man, it was so cool. Where was this? Huh? Where was this at? Oh, uh, at our casino here in Tulsa. So um, the show's like by Sterling Harjo. He's Muskogee Creek. And so the casino here is uh, Creek Nation Casino. It's called River Spirit. And so they had the premiere of the two episodes on August 1st or 2nd. I believe it was the first. Yeah. A week, a week before it was uh, aired on TV. And so it was like a premiere of it. It's amazing. Well, where first of all, um, this is Nez from the Mac Nez podcast of East Society. Um, where was the, where is this res at that's on the show, or is it made up? Well, it's they filmed down around like Alt Mogi and then I think even like Watumka, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did they? And then I think some parts in Tulsa, but it was mostly filmed in Oak Mogi. Oak Mogi's is like a, just a, mm, it's a res, I believe. I don't yeah. know. It's a lot different down here our, sometimes. I think, go ahead, okay. Tyler. I'll no, say, uh, our reservations are like different. It's done by like counties. So there's like, mm. Mexico, uh, like Northeast. But then like, if you go up like around, like, and I'm going to say these places, but you're not going to know them like Catusa. And then like up near, I think is Bartlesville also. That's like Cherokee nation. Mm. And, East mm-hmm. is like Choctaw, and so ours is like different. It's kind of like by counties, mm-hmm. um, so it's it's a compl- I, it's even hard to explain. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I just know, like, I live in on the Muskogee Reservation, and but it encompasses like Tulsa, Broken Arrow, Alt Mo. It's a huge, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Based on what I could tell. 
I think that they're not going to say like, this is what this res is, or this is who these people are. I think it's just like, these people are here. You know, I, I, from what I could tell from like interviews with Sterling and Migsy, you know, Bobby that I've heard, it sounds like they're just going to keep it ambiguous, which I mm-hmm. love. And I hope it, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter to me either way, but I think it's just, there's just like, Hey, this is just life because that's life. We don't, we don't talk about, we're not going to be on the Navajo reservation. It's just like, Oh man, it really sucks here in Tuba city, Arizona. You know what I mean? <laughs> like where, where I'm from, like you just fucking existing. You're just hanging out and like doing shit, like going to the IHS, you know? And I don't know, like bullshit with your boys doing drive-by paintball shootings and throwing <laughs> dirt clogs at cars driving by like dumb shit like that, you know? And I, I think that's awesome that this show just like has res life, like just, just being Indians and just hanging out and, I God, this this show is just next level. Like it's just so much, so much goodness. For me, when um, I heard about it, but I didn't know anything about it. I'm I'm one of those guys. I mean, since once since I started doing podcasting, uh, I do a lot of entertainment with TV and movies. Someone will request, "I'll oh, watch this TV show or watch this movie," and I'll just find it and I'll watch it. I don't read into it. I do no kind of uh investigating on to see what it's about i'll just go okay but when it comes to shows like this i mean it's dealing dealing with uh indigenous uh, characters in a movie or, or tv i'll just take it for what it is and go okay i'll watch it. i'll either love it or i'll hate it i mean i'm not saying that every uh native movie is good or tv show because sometimes the representation is just not good at all so i was like you know what uh the Rutherford Rutherford fall started it off big with this year, which was an amazing show and hilarious show. So, you know what? Uh, this is about these young kids on the res in Oklahoma. So it's cool. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Me growing up in the city, my whole life until 1996, when I moved up to uh, California to the Susanville Indian Rancheria where my wife's from. And this is all my kids have known is a life here on the res. Me, mm-hmm. I, I just live here. Home is Oakland, California to me. <laughs> but um, but I've, I know I know that life. I know the res life here. And I know uh, the res life in Arizona and New Mexico, where uh, my family's from. I've spent many, many summers there uh, doing all the res stuff. Um, but this show reminded me of spending a summer at my uncle's house in Fruitland, New Mexico. We were running around out there being wild. The, the part that made me laugh the most, other than the, the hot chips, I, I was a hot fr- the Tom's hot fries guy. And it's, <laughs> oh, Tom's hot fries. Must yeah. Be, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yes, that, yes. Yes. The, the thing about that, I never see it anywhere. Yeah. But on the res. You, you got to the book. You, you can only find that at the most rundown gas station in your town. Like you can't, yeah. like QT's not holding Tom's hot fries. No. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I would find them uh, when, when uh, we would go do laundry in, in Homework, yeah. Arizona. They had it in the vending machine. But, I mean, they have whatever the hot fries is now. I think it's Cheetos or something like that. But that was funny. And the other thing that made me laugh the hardest is how they were stealing copper and selling it. <laughs> we weren't stealing copper. <laughs> but it, uh, there was these uh, aluminum pipes. That we're way out in the middle of nowhere. And my cousins, they, I was like, where are we going? Oh, we're just going to go. Uh, they needed gas money. So <laughs> we went way out in the middle of somewhere. And then they were hacking at this aluminum pipe. I'm like, dude, what's in this pipe? Where, where does it go? I don't know. I'm like, oh, my God. So but <laughs> we were stupid teenagers. And they needed gas money for the four-wheelers and the quads and everything. So 
and had to buy hot fries and pop and everything. So but <laughs> that was funny. I liked what I mean. The hustle was real with the yeah. with these guys. Yeah. I, I wouldn't go yeah. as far as st- stealing a, a truck full of chips, but I mean, it just made me laugh with the stuff that they were doing and the parts when the the, the rival gang uh, was coming around. I mean, I didn't know anybody there but my cousins and his friends, but they had that rival gang that was uh, looking at us. And here I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but you're my, you're my brother, so I'm going to stand with you. But I, this this show just made me laugh. It put a big smile on my face. And I mean, I just love uh, the representation that's going on in this show. So I, I can't wait uh, to see where it's going to go, how it's going to end. Excuse me, if we're getting another season, uh, which my fingers are crossed. But Russ, dude, you going to that thing? I was like, oh, man, dude, I would have flew out there. Yeah, if I uh, yeah, for real. Oh, I would have hit. Oh. I would have hit. The, I would have hit I forty and just fucking drove, man. I would have went. Dude, oh, dude. fuck. So man, I would have sent you a plane ticket. Dude. We could have flew out there. Yeah, and yeah. went to that. <laughs> I would have went for sure. Yeah, we're gonna have to do that sometime. Ian, I got you on the plane ticket. Oh, we'll there we fly, go. We'll fly to Oklahoma and we'll hang out with these guys. <laughs> fuck yeah. Yes. Yep, yep. Hell yeah. Let's real. Give me a meat bird. pie. Yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah, give me a meat pie. There you go. <laughs> Oh yeah! Did you see this, uh, Kevin? I got one. Oh. <laughs> He's got. He came. He came ready. He brought meat pies to the fair. Inner tribal. I think the last time I had one of those was. Um, I think the last time I was in uh, Gallup at the flea market. Uh, I was like, "Cool, a meat pie." I just saw what it was. Oh, this looks good, and I ate it. <laughs> so, That's awesome. <laughs> Either that or a Navajo burger, but either way, meat pie. <laughs> that's that's mine. Navajo burger, man, all the way. Ooh. I haven't had a meat pie in years. I was like a teenager was the last time that I had one, but it was funny. I mean, that was that was real too. I mean, hanging out in front of the uh, the clinic, there's someone there. Everyone, I mean, like, like I said, the hustle is real. They were out there hustling the meat pies. That guy was selling his medicine, and even when they were sitting out in front of their house selling the hot chips. I mean that that's that's the life, I man. I've seen that before, yeah. and and, it, and it's cool. It just this that's why this show just put a huge smile on my face. Like this is real. I mean, not to say any of the other shows aren't, but this was real. no. You can no. You can you can fucking throw them <laughs> under the bus. That shit's not real. This is real. Like up until now, it hasn't <laughs> been real. Like we've been we've been just mentions. Like up until now, you know, we've never been the focal point of the story. We've never controlled the narrative, written the story, directed the story, even choosing choosing the location. Um, I don't know the full story. Maybe maybe one of you three does, but I know I, I don't know what pressure Sterling had to film at different locations. But he was like adamant, like I'm gonna film in Oklahoma, and like mm-hmm. made it made it known that like of all the places, I mean, got a lot of like probably weird looks of like why Oklahoma, you know. But like that adds so much of the truth. To like just this like because you're gonna get people that are close to home like that maybe or may not normally like i'm not gonna fly all the way to la for however many months to go film a tv show but if you're at home you know in oklahoma i know uh lane factor the guy who plays cheese like they, they he's like an oklahoma kid plucked out he, he's never had never been in any, any movies before and like i don't know if they would have found him had they not been in oklahoma and like scoured all of oklahoma to find this kid to find these kids it's amazing mm-hmm. it's, it's it was perfect. like the, the only actors i knew in this other than jenna when she was a receptionist just because of rutherford, rutherford falls um what's his name zion or mclaren zon him i knew him and i knew the white guys the the dude that was uh, buying the truck from him 
and the mm. first dude that they meet when they rolled in, he was like on Stranger Things and some other things. So it was those were the only actors I knew. Mm. I didn't know um, anybody else in this. As as even as far as the 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 four main ones, I didn't even know who any of them they were. I see <laughs> that they were doing other stuff, so I'm like, oh, cool. So now my eye is open for them. Like um, my favorite character was um, Willie Jack. Uh, what the hell is her name? Um, Paulina. Paulina. Her. Yeah, she's gonna be in that new Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how Oklahoma, or at least I know that it's based in Oklahoma. Yeah, I don't know oh, how yeah, much of right. it, but she's in it, so I'm that that's cool, right on. Yeah, but it, it was cool. I'm glad that, um, uh, like Ian said, they you got native directors, you got native writers, a whole pretty much all native cast, and that is amazing. Um, I'm Even thinking back. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm thinking back to TV shows that I grew up with. I can, I cannot tell you uh, that there was a whole native or, or indigenous filmmakers cast everything that was a part of a show. Yeah, I yeah. mean they there, there probably was something in Canada because they have APTN, but like in the states we didn't have anything like this, anything close. Yeah, I mean we had the stereotypical bullshit that, uh, yeah. that we, we we had Tonto and stuff like yeah. nothing against that actor, but I mean that was it, and then. Uh, you got some white guy in what was that one show when they were up north? Mm, it was Northern some, Exposure. Yeah, that. I mean, North- that, that, I don't think that guy was native, and he said he was, but uh, I know there was some native actors in it. But there was some of some of the main actors. Um, it was a, a young guy. All I remember he was in that movie Crybaby with Johnny Depp, <laughs> and I, I don't, I don't know. He played a native guy, but I, I I'm not sure. But I mean, yeah, I mean, as far. As that for me, growing up watching TV, it was only maybe small little characters. I mean, watching Brady Bunch with uh, I think uh, I can't remember the actor's name playing Tonto and Long Ranger. He was a gnat. Jay Silverheels. <laughs> yeah, and then just other small little small parts uh, yeah. of actors uh, popping in, into things in there, but nothing was like this. Yeah, yeah, we had the movies, we had the big blockbusters. Everyone always goes to Dances with Wolves. Yeah, it is what it is. It, it helped <laughs> a, a lot of Native actors get out there uh, to, to a, a much bigger scale. We all knew who they were. We knew who the Graham Greens and, and the Floyd Westermans and all that. But I think they that brought them out to a, a bigger audience, which was good. I mean, and then, then the Thunderhearts and the Geronimos and, and this and that. Um they were what they were. Thunderheart, I really do love that movie. I thought yeah, that, me too. That, that that was a really good, a really good story. See, that's one of those that's it's it's good. That's gonna stay for me. You know, I, I like dances with wolves, say what you want. We probably may or may not have West Studios Magua if he doesn't if he's not the angry Pawnee in Dances with Wolves. So there's some of that. It's like a maturation point, you know, it's like it sets a new new floor. But uh yeah, this is crazy. I mean, this 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 show is just amazing. Um, I I for out of the four, I didn't know any of the three except for Devery Jacobs, just because I watched uh, Jeff Barnaby's films, and she's in Rhymes for Young Ghouls and Blood Quantum. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know her about her at all, and she she is fantastic in this. Like I, I I'll I'll find I'll go back and watch all her all other movies. Like she's great in this one. She was in Blood Quantum. Which character I was she? She was a lesser. She was a lesser known person, but yeah, she was she was kind of in the background. But yeah, she was okay. in it. All right. Yeah, I didn't know she was in that. I didn't know that either. And then, um, oh, what was that, babe? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Good podcasting, uh, everyone. <laughs> damn, I forgot too. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. 
Uh, this is. Well, I mean, it, I, I, it's a I good thing we don't have our own shows because this would be bad, right? It'd be bad for our image. <laughs> it's different when it's just two of us talking. But yeah. <laughs> everybody else, and hey, we're still learning. Everyone, give yeah. us a break. Yeah. 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 Well, I'll tell new. you my, my general reaction since I, I haven't shared yet, but like um, I got up early that morning, honestly, because I had missed the premiere, and uh, I was not going to miss it. So I honestly was like a kid on Christmas Eve, like, man, I just could not sleep. I was just like tossing because I was like super excited, just like totally marking out over this. So it was probably like 3.30 and I was just like, man, I've got to get up. I've got to get up and just move around because my wife was saying, my wife was just like, be still, be still. So anyway, (laughs) so I just went down to the the gym and um, walked on a treadmill and I actually started, I was walking and, and, turned it on. So the very first time I saw it was just through my phone. Mm. And about halfway through it, man, I just, I had to stop because I realized like I wasn't sweating. Like my, I was, I'm not too proud to admit it, man. Like I was literally just like in tears. I, just, I couldn't believe what I was seeing because like I had seen, you know, growing up, growing up seeing like Lakota on, on, on a big screen. I've seen wind talkers with like Navajo and I've seen, you know, uh, uh, all these other tribes being represented, but I'd never seen anything like Muskogee related or Oklahoma related. And it just was just like, I mean, I'm getting goosebumps now just thinking about it. Like I was just, I had to stop walking and I just went and sat down on a, on a, like a flat bench in the gym and just, just cried and just watching like laughing and just like, you know, I couldn't believe it. And so that was my, I was speechless. And even then I, I could not, collect my words to even begin to describe how that felt like hearing them use like Muskogee words and 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 seeing you know just like I said you know earlier like just snippets of things that I only thought were from Oklahoma or like jokes mm-hmm. that only people from Oklahoma would know like meat pies or hot chips or uh I'm trying to think of something else like you know the clinic where he's like sitting out selling you know his medicine out in front of the clinic and and you know just kids that think they're in a gang but it's not really a gang you know because yeah. i work I, I work i teach school so i i see those kids every day <laughs> you know and so it's like that's those are that's these kids i mean this show is i mean and i i, I love the fact that it's you know, there's there's no like age discriminatory. Like, you can be 50 years old and enjoy this show. Like my parents went to I gave my tickets to the premiere to my parents and they went and had so much fun. My dad's That's like awesome. 70. You know what I mean? And my mom's like 71 and they just came back. Oh, that was so funny. And and then you have high school kids or middle school kids that are watching it and they're talking about it, you know. So like it is nothing but 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 love and, and, and respect and just joy. I mean, it's, it's really, this show is bringing people together, at least in Oklahoma. I, I'm not like anything I've ever seen before. So what tri- it's exciting. What tribe are all for these characters or these uh, young men and women? You guys well, they know? never specify. I mean, like in real life, in real life. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about, real, I, I mean, Lane factor is a Muskogee or Muskogee. Yeah. Or Seminole name, and then uh, I know I know Debbie Jacobs is Mohawk. I don't know about DeFaro or Paulina. I think he's uh, First Nations. DeFaro, I think. Up nose? Okay, yeah, up there. I think 
Nobody's nobody get mad at me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Trying to look but, up. I, I mean, no they're <laughs> I've never seen a movie called Beans, but like they all kind of have like Paulina DeFaro. Um, like they were both in this movie called Beans. I want to watch that now. Um, I, I that, like that, that. That seems like a pretty like they were, that. That's their common filmography where they like have like met each other before that came out last year. Um, what 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 you were saying, Tyler? Like I want to I want to hear you talk a little bit more about that. And like, man, don't 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 be afraid to like even try again <laughs> talking about it. Like, there's 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 no shame in it. Like, yeah, this is this is unearthing like all of the stuff that we never really thought about is like how sad it is, but awesome that like, it took this long to see the truth and like to finally see the truth, like on screen at yeah. like an FX level where it's like, not just natives are going to see Cause right, we've seen right. stuff like this, like, but like independent low budget stuff. That's like just for our community that you watch in a community center or a chapter house or something. And it like never leaves there, but this yeah. is like global or it will be right. global anyway. So what right. was that like to like know that, everyone's going to see this <laughs> well it's to me it's just it's just so exciting because it's just like um it's just being able to share like who we are and and not like uh uh overblown you know uh portrayal or like a uh caricature it's like real life you know what i mean and so it's i feel like i don't know like i mean i said sometimes it's kind of hard to put into words Cause there's just so many emotions to, like I said, I've never seen that before. Like I followed Sterling's career for a long time. In fact, um, I, I went to film school at the university of Oklahoma, but I was on the way out the door when he was coming in. But I can tell you as a senior and him coming in as like probably a freshman, I don't really know, but coming into the film department, there was a lot of people were talking about him like, Oh, Sterling's here. Like, and I was like, Sterling, like, who is this? So it's all oh, he's so good, you know. He's not, you know what I mean? Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You have to have that. You're like, oh, who's this kid? You know. But um, so yeah, he was kind of on the way out the door. But so I knew him, and then or knew of him. So we didn't like know each other, but we had all the same film professors and all that stuff. So when he got out, he would just like email like alumni and says like, Hey, what are you working on? What do you want to do? Like, do you need some help? Like, da 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 da. And so I was like working at the city of Broken Arrow, um, you know, just digging ditches. And my um, aunt had, had said, hey, you know, Sterling, and like he went to school with you. He said uh, he was wanting to maybe get together and collaborate with you. And so he just wanted me to pitch him some ideas, to, like get to pitch him some ideas. And so, I mean, this was like back in like 2003, you know wow. what I mean? Or 2004. Damn. So I followed him for a long time and just watch him grow as an artist and, and watch him grow as a filmmaker. Um, you know, any time he puts anything out, I mean, there's a couple that I've mentioned on the show, Miko, that's got to be in one of my top fives, which is also filmed in, that's a fantastic, in, fantastic. in downtown Tulsa. And that's another little thing like Coney's like, <laughs> that's like a oh, Tulsa <laughs> thing, you know, Russ knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Coney's. Coney you Island. Know what I mean? Yeah. Coney <laughs> Island. And, and just mm -hmm. like, so things like that and Zon McLaren's in that too. And uh, the, the documentary, this may be the last time about Creek hymns. And so, I mean, like everything he touches is just, I mean, he just spins to gold. So for something like this, like it's awesome to see all of his hard work. Cause everybody, I think around here knew what he had in him, but 
when he actually got a budget and when he actually had an opportunity, I mean, he's just, he t- he's taken off with it. You know what I mean? So I'm just so happy, you know, like I said, um, just to be able to, to see the best straightforward, you know, Northeast Oklahoma Indians, you know, portrayed that way. Like I said, it's just, I still, I can't believe it. <laughs> I just watched it like right before we were getting ready to go on the air. I, I just watched it again for probably like the fifth time, yeah. you know? It's amazing. I, I, I don't like, there's so there's, there's so much like good in every episode in with, with different characters. Um, I think one of my favorite things, so my favorite thing is like, I've already crowned spirit played by Dallas Goldtooth as like as like up there with magua and bumper from blood quantum as like my favorite characters because dallas character spirit it's written by natives so it's almost like robert downey in tropic thunders like i'm the dude playing the dude disguises another dude like all the natives are in on the joke they know what what's happening and i i just love how they found that perfect perfect area where it's like it's stereotypes but it's like making fun of itself you know and 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 um, if you follow any of the podcasts or listen to any of the interviews with like Serlin and Bobby, like one of the things they learned, and if you ever seen the 1491s perform, like it's basically a stand up comedy troupe. And right. I've seen them, I've seen them once in Albuquerque, and they like semi bombed because it was mostly white people. But yeah, but they talked about a show where they had like all white people and they did like bomb, didn't, didn't get catch any of the jokes. <laughs> but that's like, I, I think like all of that 1491s like roadshow had to happen. Like it, like while I would love to say, like, man, I wish Sterling got this show like ten years ago. It's like maybe it wouldn't have landed the right way. Yeah, like they had to go through that grind. They had to go through that. You know, he called it, you know, giving non-natives permission to laugh. Like, like because they went through that grind and that gamut, and all the writers are, you know, either friends of fourteen ninety ones or are fourteen ninety ones themselves. Um, they, they, they know how to land a joke. Like they know how. Like spirit is a culmination of that hard work and grind. And he's yeah. just fucking phenomenal. I mean, he's basically like a <laughs> twist of like the Wolfpack auditions character, but it's just, he's just gold, you know, he's yeah. just amazing. I, I love it. I, that's my favorite character thus far. I'm always wondering like how much of that was ad-libbed or like how much of it was like mm, script. Sure. Just, just like the little things that he just kind of adds in there. Like mm-hmm. I, it was just, it's too real. <laughs> it's, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I I agree. It it felt so authentic. I'm like, I wonder if that was all the one take. And he just like, <laughs> yeah. They were oh, like, man. Dallas, just go, just go, just you know, keep going, man. Just do it again. Yeah. Run it back. Let's do it again. Do it again. Yeah. Today, me, my me and my brother in law today were replacing some vanities and in, in in my house. He came and helped me out. He's a carpenter, so I'm just like following his lead. And so today, all day, we we're like, oh, young warrior, just like saying <laughs> that, yelling that to each other, like across the house and. Oh, uh, like I, I showed him that last night and, you know, he's he's kind of a casual movie watcher, film watcher. But he mm. was just like, damn, that was really good. You know, <laughs> and he's real excited for Monday, you know, for the next episode. I, I can't wait for the next episode. Did he drop it, at midnight on Sunday? 11. Sunday night? Or I think I, it said 11 o'clock. I think so. Okay. I don't know whose time zone they go off of, but yeah, I think he's he's right. Yeah. No, right, this I guess is, like this episode is, this is what, oh, go, I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I was kind of gonna, you know, give a shout out to Stinjati. Do you guys know him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's a he, he's a rapper. Yeah, a rapper. He's he was he's from Glenpool. He's from Tulsa or from Oklahoma, but I think he lives up in like where's he live at now, Russ? Do you know? Uh, Iowa. I yeah, believe. like, but he's gonna be at episode four. So that's what's fun for me. I don't know about Russ, but like just all the people that I know, even like in the extra, like that the Indian clinic. What go long was in it? Did you see him? Do you know who Watt go long? No. Uh, okay. He's like the the Indian Robert De Niro. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Nico, Nico's friend. Was just all right. Well, anyway, I know him because like he and I were at the same ceremonial grounds, and he's like in the arbor across from me. <laughs> ah, okay. So it's kind of funny. Like look at all the people. Like I know him. I know him. You know. That's awesome. <laughs> just people in the background. Yeah, when we're in the uh, premiere, man, like everybody, like the, well, like, like Natalie Standing Clouds in it. She's in the uh, episode two, the optometrist, and then uh, Keelan Bearpaw, he works out at uh, Thomas Long. He's Thomas Longacre's cousin, so like he's in the videography uh, sh- video I did for their gym. Um, mm-hmm. Who else is in there? There's like a lot of people, but every time like in the premiere though, they would show up on the screen or something. Everybody would clap. Like you hear that section in the back or bias clapping and like woo yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome, man. All right, this is what That's I That's gotta be one. Um I can't even pronounce this uh, young lady's first name, but she went by Devery Jacobs. Kawen Kawina Hare? I th- I I'm I'm just guessing. She's Mohawk from Canada. Um the, I got um, so let me let me interrupt real quick. I got schooled by one of my Mohawk buddies that like, we got to fucking teach you Mohawk because there was a the avatar character. Um, she's Mohawk as well. And I butchered her name. So how you say Devry's name, according to how he sounded out for me is go one. No, the one, go one. Even though it starts with a K. Sounded better than what I said. Yeah. <laughs> But Devry uh, Jacobs, that's how that's how I just call yeah. him. The the main He's kid. Uh, I don't even want to try to pronounce his name unless you guys know it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Fair, I think he's um is it OG Cree from Toronto? I think that's mm, how you okay. say that that tribe. Uh Lane Factor, he's uh he was born in LA. But uh, I guess his family's from Oklahoma. But he is. Gosh dang it, I lost it. Um, Creek, it says. Creek Sentinel and Cato. Cato. I think that's how you say it. Cato. Cato, yeah. And Paulina is Mohawk. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the real name, how you say (laughs) it, from uh, Alberta, Canada. No, I'm sorry, not Mohawk. I'm uh, Sue. Uh, that's where she's from. Uh, she's uh, from the Sioux Nation. So Alexis Nakota. Yeah, good uh, to know that because I had no, no <laughs> idea. Oh, the other guys I knew in this was uh, uh, Mike Bone. Oh uh, yeah, those, those two guys. <laughs> I I first seen them in uh, Albuquerque at Gathering Nations, and uh, they were performing. All I knew was that uh, "Do the Rain Dance" song. Yeah, mm-hmm. from uh, I think I saw the first time was on America's Got Talent. Yeah, so yep. I knew them. Me too. I, I met them. I talked to them for a little while, and they, they were they were cool, man. I thought they were awesome. 
I didn't know they were in this show. And when they came rolling up, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, man. But they had, to me, if we were going to go over our best line, they had my favorite line in, uh, I believe it was the, the clinic episode with the dealing with the meat pies. Like, I like my be- meat. I like my meat pies like I like my women. Brown, greasy, and hot. <laughs> Oh man! I mean, those every time those two came onto the screen, I just thought they both stole stole the scene, and mm-hmm. I hope that they pop on more uh, as the episodes go on because they just look like they were just two little G's riding around on their bikes and everything. So I thought those two guys were awesome. So uh, this, shout out to you guys. <laughs> this 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 show is like the Avengers of, or like the Expendables, but catching them all like in their prime. You know, it's like how did they get? Like at least to in at least to Indians, like the natives were just like, how did they get all these people? Like I follow I follow a ton of like native actors, and I'm sure like Tyler does too, and like all, all the people. Like Gary Farmer is gonna be in this, Wes Duty's gonna be in this, Kiowa Gordon's gonna be in this at some point, you know. And I'm a huge stand-up comedian, so I was like fired up when I heard Bobby Lee was gonna be in this. And mm-hmm. uh, and you know, and my favorite comedian Bill Burr is in this, he's gonna be mm-hmm. in a later episode. And it's just like how like what universe are we in where this is happening right now you know it's like where where did we where did we branch and catch the right wave like this is amazing like to be only two episodes in and know it's only gonna get better like i just i I can't i can't wait and like this is this is amazing what a time to be alive you know (laughs) can't can't believe it does any of you know how many episodes this whole series is gonna be i think it's eight or nine yeah i think it's like eight or nine Mm. all right good glad i need like six those, yeah, oh, I've heard I've heard eight. Yeah. Those Disney Plus shows are killing me with these six episodes. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, Loki just got me with that one. I was like, well, I only get six. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, man. I was like, that's all. <laughs> Check out what if, man. That show's awesome. Nice. <laughs> what um, so at the end of the at the end of the first episode, did you guys catch that where the catfish heads are chopped off? Yes. And then Zahn was like looking at it like, he was, like investigating, investigating it yeah like do you like where do you think that's what that is i did not get what that was was that at the very end during the credits yeah that yeah. was at the end of the first one i think yeah yeah the first episode yeah i i didn't catch what it was I there's thought- a- oh yeah so if you didn't keep watching after the credits there's like a four or five second run of the credits and then it goes to zon in this field mm-hmm. and he's looking at just what russell described it's like it's like a bunch of trash. It looks like like just random stuff. But but there's a catfish like and I I don't know catfish anatomy. Well, you Oklahomans got to tell me I couldn't <laughs> tell it was just the head. I'm not sure if just catfish just look like that or what. But, you know, yeah, they're not pretty fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like their heads were chopped off the body and yeah, he was like it. looking at it and stuff. And but there's a like I just talked about this with toke signals. So they were thinking maybe it's like it goes into like a supernatural kind of thing you know because it because in the first part where zon he goes to their house and like they're selling chips and he goes he yeah he says dear lady dear ladies around here or you know ain't been around been ain't been around these parts in a long time he starts going in like this like the supernatural talk so they're thinking like maybe it leads into something supernatural you know what i'm saying like that would be awesome I well, figured that heard. was, but what, what, what is the dear lady for listeners and myself? The oh. oh, yeah, okay. you're talking to, you're talking to you two guys... Navajos, bro. Yeah. No idea. <laughs> is, this, is this is this a band? I don't, I don't know what dear lady. Is. Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, before I say dear lady is or uh, Russ, maybe you can tell you a little bit, but 
he, it's kind of been set up that he is kind of like a conspiracy buff. Because I don't know if you remember that very first scene where they like steal the truck and where his character's introduced. He's watching this video on his phone about the Kennedy assassination. Yep. Yep. And so oh, yeah. character is being, you know, like a conspiracy buff uh, like, you know, or a conspiracy buff or like, you know, like an ancient aliens kind of. <laughs> Can oh, I man. just say the way he was watching that? He like captured that age group perfectly. Like the way he was holding his phone, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the way he had his mouth like half cocked open, just that was, that was amazing. He, that wow. was amazing. Let me tell you something else. Real quick. We jumped into that today. My wife said she's like, so I had, you know, I don't drink coffee, and I can't drink coffee in the summertime because I don't know about where y'all are at, but it's fucking hot here, is it not? It is like brutal, sticky, muggy, hot. I mean, like you there. It's like 85 degrees in the morning. Uh, is, it, is it humid? It's fucking, it's fucking gross. Yeah. Uh, oh. You can't even turn your AC on because it fogs up the windows. It's so, you oh, know, it's brutal. But anyway, I mean, like a car. So I had an energy drink this morning and then um, I opened up another one like right after lunch. And she's like, how many energy drinks are you going to have today? And I said, it's, they're all natural. It's made of it. <laughs> It's made of energy. <laughs> made of energy. <laughs> made of energy. What did, what did he call the, the, um, the soda? White man bullets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, white man bullets. <laughs> All right, dear lady, do you want to you want to explain it, Russ? Um okay, so correct me if I'm wrong. I'm still young, but it's just, it's supposed to be an entity like a uh a this beautiful woman who's just so fucking beautiful nobody no man can resist her and you know she kind of lures you in and she's half deer half lady uh we're just talking about this last night um there's a story back when i was a kid man like my uncles and aunts were in our front room when we're when i was a kid they were telling this story and oto oto powell and uh this beautiful lady came out of nowhere I think she had a jingle dress on or something you know caught everybody's attention like who is that you know whatever so they had this special going around a drum and like a special is like for a family, like they play a song, like they drum a song for a family and then they, you know, honor that family, that person or whatever. And so this lady, you know, goes out there, all eyes are on her, like just stunning, I guess. Nobody's paying attention to anything else. And then somebody like notices that she has like hooves under her, like little dress, that jingle under that jingle dress part. And when they re- when they yell that out, like she runs off, like just hops off like a fucking deer into the fucking like trees. Cause that Oto Powell is like, it's it's a little lot of trees around there. It's pretty wilderness. So runs off, jumps a barbed wire fence. And like that's like I from what I under from what I hear, I don't know, Tyler, what you've heard, but she yeah. lures him in and she uh, kills him, I guess. Yeah. Is that is that what you hear too? Yeah, she you basically wreck your family. She, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like a female devil. <laughs> I mean, that's the best way I can like describe a succubus. Yeah, like a succubus. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Best yeah. way to. She has. Uh, she won't reveal her feet, though. I mean, mm. I mean that thing. Like, if you see a woman that just is completely mesmerizing and 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 alluring, and you just you just can't control it. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it is. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you gotta like look oh. for her. Just look at her legs. She has deer legs. <laughs> yeah, 
I'll have to look away if I'm ever out there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that's what I love about um, the many reses that I've been to. There's always different stories. There's many different creation stories. And then there's always the stories that scare the hell out of you. Um, mm-hmm. Listening to the stuff that my uncles and my aunts told me being out in, in the Navajo res. And I'm, and I'm sure you've heard them all too, but I'm just, there's so many different ones. And they're all scary. I don't know if they're yeah. just telling that us to because they don't want us to be naughty or anything. But damn, they still. I mean, I'm what? I'm almost fifty, and, and it's all those stories still scare me. Yeah, there you're talking. One, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I was just gonna say, you saying dear, dear lady, like just makes me all these like terrifying skin, skinwalker stories. And I'm just yeah. like, nah, I'm, I'm not going to bed tonight. Thanks a lot. I'll watch some Disney <laughs> Disney movies and then I'll put me to sleep. Well, go ahead, Kevin. Sorry. I cut you I, I, yeah, I mean, stuff like that. I mean, skinwalkers was a big thing uh, out on the res in Arizona. And I remember the first time hearing it when I was a kid, scared the hell out of me. But then even when um, I'm hanging out with my uh, my cousins and their buddies, and then they start talking about things that they've seen. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. I mean, I, I've seen my I've seen my share of things that I can't explain. Be it in Arizona, uh, even out, um, even here, there's been things. Uh, my sons have seen things in the sky that they couldn't explain. Um, but there was a, a res about four or four hours from here in California called the Hooper Res. And it's a big area for, they call them the big people. I can't remember the name that, that they use, basically Bigfoot. But um, the stories that they were telling me about that scared the hell out of me. But then they were saying, but don't be scared of them. They're, they're not going to they're not gonna hurt you. They're here to protect you. But I'm like, well, then shit, these stories you're telling me are scaring the hell out of me. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and they, don't, guys, well, they don't got hooves. You're good, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, just all kinds of stories uh, about the sky people, about the big people. I mean, the water babies. And there's a lake, Pyramid Lake, close to us. And they said there's a huge monster in there swimming around. And the lake is full of water babies. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I don't go out there. I've been by the lake. And my friend, he's a white guy. And he was dating a native girl and she was telling him all those stories and he didn't believe any of it. But one time he was out there fishing and he goes, I don't know what it was. Something swam by the boat and it wasn't a fish. And he said, after that, he believed everything she told him about all the stories and different uh, legends that are out there at that lake. And I'm like, I believe all of them. <laughs> I said, I mean, even if we go over there, uh, Russ and Tyler, if you guys start telling us, I believe all of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Light. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real thing. Have you hey, ever seen this yeah. book light? Uh, I believe it. I haven't even seen it. <laughs> yeah, I believe you. <laughs> is it like a jack o' lanterns? No, it's like a ball of light. Yeah, that we call them jack o' lanterns back in Pawnee. Like they'll lead you off. Like they'll, uh, you know, like book light, and it goes down the highway. I mean, it it'll it kind of appears like in the tree line. And then they'll move across. I mean, I've seen it and it goes down the road. It's just like a little ball of light and it just goes down the road. It only comes, it only does it like nope. a certain time. Whoa. No, nope. Good. Nope. 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 I believe but you. I don't want to see Never it. mind. I'm going to be it crossing does. some kind of like lines. I'm not supposed to. If I go to Oklahoma, I'm good. <laughs> You'll see it. It's weird, man. It's weird. It goes down the road. Oh, it's gone. God. I'm good. <laughs> so I I I hope I hope Res Dogs then brings in some of that because that would be awesome. 
<laughs> like, well, that would be awesome too, because um, like Bobby Lee's joke to DeFaro's character Bear when he was like mistaken for being Chinese or Korean, he was like, "Are you Navajo or Inuit?" He was like, uh, "Neither." It's like, exactly, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that th- that's what's cool about this show is, like, I get to and now I have Oklahoma friends, you know, with you two, like, but. But like, it's cool that I can ask you guys stuff like, what's Dear Lady? You know, and I have someone to talk about. I mean, I would never know Dear Lady otherwise unless I went to a power where I met someone. Yeah. But even then, that's like deep, deep kind of stuff that like you got to that just randomly comes up, you know, like, Not a... first meeting. Level <laughs> no, 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 because yeah. the way it was the way it was used in this show, as soon as he said it, man, I like just instantly uh, <laughs> creeped out i mean because like i said going to these different reses there's always these stories about things mm-hmm. and some people are probably going ah that's not true that's not true i'm like i'm not gonna say it isn't i i, I don't know but i believe all of that stuff so i'm <laughs> like i'm good because my grandma always told me he goes you got to be good be a good person believe uh just be nice because if you're out running around being naughty and this and that, this can get you or mm-hmm. that can get you. And I'm like, all right, I believe everything she told me. So I'm, I'm good. And if elders or even if you guys are telling us things, dear woman and whatever else is out there, I believe it all. <laughs> speaking, speaking of elders in the, in the second episode, in the Indian clinic episode, like I really like that. There's just some stuff that like translates across everybody, like the getting adopted by the random elder, you know, like everybody has potential to be a grandma, basically like that's that same exact thing is happening to me. I guess like wandering around like it didn't happen in the same way, but like wandering around looking for my grandpa's bed, you know, like where, where is he? Where is he? You know, looking through the uh, basically just like where the people that are admitted, like the non ICU section of the hospital. And just walking into a room and they're like, oh, who's your grandma? Who's your mom? Oh, yeah, I know your grandma from back then, blah, blah, blah. And then you had to spend like so much time just sitting there, like talking to somebody you never anticipated talking to. And mm. I think that's like some of the coolest stuff about this show is even though there's like some deep, deep next level, like Oklahoma knowledge, like a lot of it translates. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's definitely well, relatable. That's what I love about this shit. I like that scene, though, because uh, I can't remember the character's name when he's walking by the room. And, and the lady, the lady's like grandson, and he's like, "What?" <laughs> I mean, and then he well, at least he didn't like just keep walking. He went in there and oh, how's your mom? How's that? And uh, he was like, "Okay," and he and he went with it. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's what I liked about his character. And I mean, he didn't need to. He could have just kept walking, or just thought, "Oh, this is just some crazy woman. I don't want nothing to do with her." But mm-hmm. I mean, no, he had that respect for his elders to go in there and listen to her. I mean, she might have been. Not all there, but I mean, either way, I mean, like the four, the four of us, man, we're all brothers, and and then that's that's cool. I mean, I loved it. I mean, having all you guys on my show and everything, and you guys being on each other's shows, um, it's cool. Would we have ever have met if we weren't doing podcasting? No. I don't know. No, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, uh, that's cool. But I love that. I mean, because uh, going to Arizona uh, when we're out there, and then um, same thing. We'll, we'll see old we see elders sitting there and um speaking navo i catch words here and there but uh basically we're family and i'm like okay and then uh even my even my uh my cousin is like oh yeah that's um so and so and uh she's your grandmother but not really but she knows she all of us yeah yeah she goes <laughs> deep down well she's, she's still your grandmother and i'm like all right right on cool i mean i've 
giving ladies that I've never met before, gave them hugs. Hey, all right. I love you. Be, be good and, and walk away. Yeah. So I read that scene really, that really touched me. Mm-hmm. But the other scene that got me was um, in the story in the first episode, um, these four characters, they lost their friend, Daniel. Uh, I didn't catch on how uh, he had died, but it was, it, it was, it was really good. And it was sad, especially at the end when they had a little memorial thing and, uh, just them all showing. What I really loved is how they all showed up in the suits, looking like they're the Reservoir Dogs as they're walking yeah. away. I love that ending. How it just they're walking away. You see them in the suits, and then it says Reservoir or uh, Reservation Dogs. I thought that was awesome. Or even um, uh, the the young guy. Can I be uh, can Mr. I be Camouflage? Mr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was awesome. So, but uh, but I love that. I mean, just um the bond that they had of uh, just growing up together and then losing one of their, their brothers. Uh, I thought that was really sad. That really got me right there because I through through my life, I've lost many uh, friends, which were my brothers. Uh, I, I just, I meet them. They're my friends when I first meet them. But then as we go along, I, we always call each other brother or be a female or call her sister. So I thought that was really cool on how uh, the bond that they had together. I mean, Hopefully we can all be in the same room at some point in our lives and I, and I'll, and I'll connect that way. But I love that we can do this with the technology that we have now. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, I, I love what's going on. I love the family that that's going on the, the family love amongst friends in it and the actual family and just growing, growing up uh, on a reservation, which I don't know. Uh, my kids all grew up on the res. I mean, and my wife did as well. But I, I grew up in the city, but I know I know that lifestyle. I've had that little bit of taste of uh, being on the res for for a month or so every summer uh, in Arizona. So with some because even some of my friends uh, that live in the city that are also Navajo, they've never, ever been to the res. All they know is the city. And then when this, the, one of my buddies was watching the show, he goes, he goes, I thought it was awesome. But then he, he did tell me he was like, I don't know that life. I said, it, it's, I said, it's not really different than from what we what we grew up in. I said, we grew up as a big native crew uh, in the city. I mean, and we were doing pretty much the same thing. I mean, we, we were all natives running around being bad and yeah, and all that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the bond that I even 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 show. though you're in the city that I hear that from all my city friends. They're like, even though they're in the city, like, you know, who all, all the other natives are or at least in your town, in your like small area, your, your high school, you know. So you're, you're absolutely right. Same thing. Different places. Mm-hmm. What I think is different, though, is my my res. I, I'm from Tuba City. We were 95%, like 90% Navajo. I'd say like 85% Navajo, 10%, 15% Hopi. There was like a small sliver that like were non-native that were like doctor's kids or teacher's kids. But it was like primarily Navajo Hopi in that town. And so it's interesting to see Oklahoma. Like Oklahoma is like a little bit of everybody from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you had a white Steve. Yeah, you had a white Steve. <laughs> <laughs> you had a white Steve. You had the you had the you had the black uh, driver that they told that they stole the chip truck from, and mm-hmm. you know, it seems like you guys have like a lot of bordering of communities. Like it's not like for me, it's in the middle of nowhere. Like Tuba City is like an hour away from like everywhere, and so like it really is just us, and it's like predominantly native. Whereas like in Oklahoma, it's like sounds like you guys are butted up right next to everybody. Yeah, 
Yeah, pretty much. We got the uh, boarding schools, real um, like Riverside and Tahlequah-Sequoia. So there's a lot of different tribes, even from out of state, that go there mm. to go to school there. You know, I heard like Riverside, a lot of Apaches and you know Dene people go there too. I think it's the same thing now. Um, used to Riverside and Tahlequah-Sequoia, it was a uh, it was a last resort for kids that were just troublemakers, and they would get sent there. Now, you know, it's more of like they're getting scholarships to go there and they're getting like recruited there. That's the word I was looking for. They're getting recruited to go there. Sports, um, creativeness. I mean, it's changed so much. And I believe that they still do like all these different nations co- go to those schools now. So mm-hmm. that's, so that's why like Oklahoma is like, I, I'm just, well, I'm not just noticing, but I've started to notice, you know, when I moved back, like there's a lot of different, not just Oklahoma tribes here, but there's a lot of different from everywhere that live here. Mm. Like Russ and Ty, do you guys, uh, was there a, a high school or school on the res where you guys are from? Well, I went to school at like union, which is kind of like in the middle of like all of the other districts. <laughs> it's what they call like an independent district. Cause you have like Tulsa public and then you have like broken arrow and then you have, um, I'm trying to think of what are the other big school, like Bixby and like all these other little small schools. But I went to school at Union, which is like an independent. It's not state like funded or whatever. So um, that's where I went to school. And it was predominantly, I mean, it guess depends on what area you grow up in. But like when I was, you know, growing up, I lived like on the east side, which is like a lot of natives and a lot of um, Hispanic over on that side. And then um, like South Tulsa was like basically like where all the white people lived. <laughs> and then like Midtown was just like a, and everything else is like a mix. Um, you know what I mean? But like I just, I grew up like mainly, you know, a lot of Hispanic, a lot of native and um, a lot of black. That's right. That's where I grew up. You I can, mean, you, you can see that in the show that there's just like, um, um, like an amount, like it's an amalgam of cultures. Like, yeah. Like, uh, especially in the four, they're so different, you know, the way that they talk, the way they dress, the way they act, the way they carry themselves. And it's just different, but it's interesting. Like there's a Willie Jack on a lot of reses, you know, like I, right. I, I, I love how like crass and just like tough she is. And it's like, <laughs> It's just awesome. And like, we all have cheese, you know, it's like, it's like yeah. every one of those four, like, the, like we, we, we are those people, you know, and it's yeah. like, or we know them, we know someone like that. Like this, this, this show is just next level. I can't wait. I can't wait for Monday. That's like, you know, even like, you know, doing what I do, like I work with those kids, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I see each of those kids in the kids I have at school and, you know, it's just, we kind of have that bond, you know, with like the native kids that, that I have, you know, yeah they're kind of squirrely you know what i mean but like even in the show they might do bad things but at the end of the day man they all have such a good heart like they really Mm -hmm. want to do the right thing whether it's buckling up for safety (laughs) (laughs) whether it's him taking the stole you know like most the shows you know they would show kids taking money from their mom whereas bear goes and puts money that's a great in her wallet Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um you know that they're, they're they they at the, in their hearts they want to do the right thing and so i get it all the time like oh like so and so like i 
you know, having, you know, giving me such a problem today. And I'm just like, I have no problems out of those. Those are the kids I get along with the best, <laughs> you know, cause I think we just kind of get it. You know what I mean? Like it's just those unspoken thing that I don't need to say out loud. They don't need to say out loud. We just have that commonality, you know what I mean? And so I, I really enjoy doing what I do just because of that. And like I said, I get to work with those kids and, 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 and help foster their creativity and, and, you know, kind of mentor. And it's just, like I said, just seeing the show, it's just, it's just, it's, it's just, it's such a slice of fried gold. I can't even, (laughs) because it's so spot on. It's so spot on. It's so spot on. And they're talking about so many issues that are so relevant to us in silly stuff and serious stuff. Like you can already see the leaving the res, uh, you know, really struggle that bear is going to have, you know, just yeah. the notion of like, Oh, we're actually got enough money to leave in like a month. Right. Like, oh, 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 oh. I thought like this was yeah. years away, you know, not now that yeah. now that the gravity of like, Oh shit, we could leave like tomorrow is, is at his doorstep. It's just like, I don't know. Is he really going right. to go? Like we get to finally see that, like leaving the res where like some kids are like, yeah, give me his flag. That was me to get me like as far away from this place as possible. And I know some of my friends are just like, I'm good. You know, I'm glad like yeah. like leaving is the last thing they would ever do, you know, and it's yeah. like I, I I love that we're going to for sure see that, you know, play yeah. out with the kids. Like, I, I think just so much of it that we've never seen portrayed in depth like this is going to happen. And I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing, you know, like we talk about leaving the res, like, you know, it's it's not as bad now, but like, I don't know about y'all's experience, but just like people that left were kind of looked at like sellouts <laughs> yeah. to the rest of the community. You know what I mean? Like. I want to go to college, man. I want to try to make better for myself and for my family. You know what I mean? And it was just kind of looked down upon. I mean, it's, it's much better now, but like, I was just thinking, you know, when you said that, that's just what I thought. Cause like when he leaves, like, how's it going to be when he comes back or, you know what I mean? Like, so when you come back and like people that you were once close with, they just kind of, they used to, you know, just kind of turn their nose at you, you know what I mean? And just kind of look down at you cause you left you know and so but i don't know it's it's much better now i mean i was just saying that's how it was probably 20 years ago so yeah i caught a little bit of that when i left uh it was a lot of people still do a lot of a lot of people my age like oh this guy i think he's better you know like yeah yeah you know just because you left and pursued other things i guess you didn't want to be at that um i just i just didn't want to be home man like my mom was uh she's an alcoholic so I, I just really didn't want to be around that, man. It was it was sad. And I had to get the hell out of there. So took my chance, man. I went off to New Mexico and got away from that. So it was, you know, it, it, there's a lot of stuff, man, that just relates to this, relates to everybody in this damn show. Like, it's so awesome. And going back to Kevin's uh, cheese with the grandma, I love that line when he's pushing her out. And uh, Bear walks by. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? He, yeah. he goes, yeah. my grandma. <laughs> just immediately. Yep. Yeah. My grandma. But you're um, right. It is just like that. He's like walking around like camps, <laughs> powwows or walking around like the ceremony. Yeah. I, I don't do a lot of powwow because that's not a Muskogee thing or like a Creek thing. But like when you go to like, like a, a ceremonial grounds, like a stomp dance and they have those little camps set up. And you just wander into a camp and people just be like, come sit down. You know what I mean? And just eat. <laughs> and you just automatically have an instant family that like, you just, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, that's just how it is. 
you know, everybody's so welcoming, you know, so. That's how it is uh, when I go out to my family's residence in Arizona, um, either uh, in Navajo or Crystal or uh, up in Fruitland. We were just going into random houses that I didn't know. And, mm. uh, oh, sit down, eat. And it was always <laughs> like, uh, I'm, not, I'm not really hungry, but uh, my friends or my cousins would go, dude, it's disrespectful. You got to eat. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, and that's what I, I learned that at a younger age. So then when we started going to other people's houses and, and grandma was in there, sit down, eat. All right. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. That's why I got this. But yeah. I mean, so they say it's to- like, tell us about your family. I'm like, well, my, you know, my, Grandma's name's Okima. Oh, so we're, I know Okima and, you know, she, you know, she was a wonderful lady. That's, you know, you're our second cousin. You're our third cousin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that I did, I happened to me uh, in San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, I met uh, this one guy. He was from Window Rock and he was going to school in, in Oakland. And then he goes, yeah, I got some family over in San Francisco. We'll go over there and we're going to have Navo tacos. Do you want to go? I'm like, of course. So I go over there with them. And I'm sitting there uh, with with his family, and then they just start, oh, well, where are you from? Well, I grew up in the East Bay. Then they go, well, no, where are you from? I always go through all that whole thing. I'm from <laughs> Oakland, but my family's from Arizona. So um, they go, oh, well, who, who are your family? Where are they from? So I start telling them where they're from, and they always know someone. Oh, I know that the, they knew my aunt, my, my Aunt Sandra. They go, yeah, we know her. And oh, we're related through this way and that way. And I'm like, well, okay, well, then I guess you're my you're my aunt. Yeah. So, I mean, it's weird like that. I mean, it, yeah. but it's cool. I mean, when you go into it's not just a native house. I and mean, I've been into many houses where everyone, oh, where are you from? Where are you from? And all the whole nine yards. So, I mean, that's it. That's what I love about doing that. And there's always food. It, it can be just a sandwich or toast or something. But there's like here. I don't know. It's just that's how. The people I've been around here, here, let, let's sit down and, and break bread over a conversation. All right, cool. Even if it's just like cookies and milk or something. I don't drink milk. Yeah. I'm lactose. But <laughs> same here, bro. That. Yeah, same here. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's just I mean that that's what I loved about it, what was going on in in this. I mean, de- dealing with the family things and everything. So I, I loved yeah. all that. But really quick, was I the only one that thought Willie Jack was a guy at first? No, I knew Willie Jack. No. See, I yeah. didn't know. I, I didn't know. I didn't know the actress because I was just sitting there. Because I mean, I don't know when you guys said it. There's always you know a Willie Jack because I, yeah. I knew like my friend Sarah, but before I knew her name, she was she was the, she was a tomboy and she played mm-hmm. ball and all that. I I thought she was she was a guy because I was calling her, hey dude, come here. And this <laughs> and that. she was like, yeah, well, just, whatever. She just came right over. Yeah. yeah. And then well, I'm they like, like a lot of the girls, you know, that I teach that they they do that. I mean, they dress like basketball shorts and you know tank tops or whatever. And they they, they call each other brother. You know, I mean they just that's how they talk, you know, like or bro. They say bro a lot. Oh, bro, yeah. come here. But yeah, then the bro or dude. <laughs> so yeah. I, I I felt bad, and I yeah, this is years after I told her. I said I thought you were a guy. Said, well, <laughs> why? I look like a girl. I said, well, you had the big old sweatshirt on and and the basketball shorts and the in the really short hair. I yeah. said I, I didn't know. So yeah, I wasn't really paying attention. But uh, as as the show went on, I liked how Willie Jack presented herself, and then I was like, man, yeah. this. Well, at the time, I mean, this dude's awesome. And then later, <laughs> at the end of that episode. I went, oh man, that's a that's a that's a girl. <laughs> so, but I, I love her. I think she I think she's an awesome character. But the part I loved 
that she did was uh, in the second episode when they were out uh, in front of the clinic in that other rival gang. What were they calling themselves? The, like um, the Indian Mafia. Yeah, yeah when, when they yeah. showed up and then when they were out, had kind of did that standoff before uh, the, the the sheriff came out. Um, I liked uh, when uh, um, Willie Willie Jack was staring at that blonde haired gal. I can't remember her name. And she uh, was like, Jackie. Yeah, she goes, I scared you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that dude, I, that right there reminded me of my daughter and 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 all her uh, her cousins here. They're all like that. Mm-hmm. Like you, some girl gets in their face, I scared you, bitch. I mean, I'm just like. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that, that's what I love about this show. Like, I've seen that before. I mean, not with just my daughter. I've seen it with my cousins or, or friends of mine uh, and all that. So, I mean, that's that was cool. I think everyone in, in your lifetime had had a Willie Jack or had, had a cheese or something. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's what I really love about this show because it just put a big smile on my face. <laughs> Did anybody catch her house number? Because when, weren't they, when it was at her house, they were sit, sitting out front of selling those hot chips on the mail. So. Mm-hmm. On the mailbox, did anybody catch her house number? No. Her house, 1491. Oh, that's <laughs> oh <awesome>. really? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I love the, so there's so much of that, that you can like watch these and see these Easter eggs. Like yeah. in episode two, when they were at the Indian clinic, when Spirit was in that screening room by himself, and there's a poster behind him, instead of a human anatomy, it has a spirit anatomy. Like <laughs> they, they hired an artist just to make a spirit anatomy freaking poster to hold have in the background I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna find it and then I'll, I'll freaking tag you guys on ig that shit was like how oh, it's next level that is amazing. i didn't catch that i didn't even catch like what, what he was saying because I, mean, I tried to turn it up several times trying to catch what he was talking to himself he's like oh crazy hair you caught me off guard <laughs> <laughs> like i didn't know he looked like he was like looking at his nuts or something yeah like, yeah yeah what he was saying though before he walked in the door <laughs> I loved when he explained how he died. Like that was oh, the funniest shit. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, you know that had to have happened. R.I.P. to our our, our our fallen our fallen brothers in battle. But you yeah. know, somebody had to fucking have like stepped in a gopher hole and crushed by a horse. There's no way that shit didn't happen. Oh my gosh, man, it's so good. <laughs> what I lo- what I loved about Bobby Lee's character. Uh, I don't know how it is at the clinics on, on your guys' res, but uh, he was everything. He, he was the doctor. He was the dentist and, mm-hmm. and, and the, the, the mm-hmm. eye optometrist. I was, I was like, damn. Uh, we don't have eyes, an optometrist ears, and up here. <laughs> I do everything. Eyes, ears, and assholes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was awesome. And I, I loved, I mean, he he was a character or a, an actor that I had known. Because when he popped in, yeah. I was like, whoa, hey, Bobby Lee. So I thought it was awesome that yeah. he was in it. And I loved how he goes, yeah, I've been here like 10 years. And I'm trying to fit in. I got the long hair and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because that that's true. Because there was, um, there was a doctor up here, I think. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember his name. He was trying to fit in. Like mm. I'm like, dude, we all accept you. I mean, you're cool. I wish he was still here. He was a really good doctor, but he got a better job somewhere else. So he took off. But <laughs> I was like, man, he goes, yeah, man, I, I, I go to everything, all the gatherings and everything that was going on here uh, on the res and all that. He'll show up uh, to the potlucks and everything. And he was a really cool guy. So I was like, man, I wish he was still here. Uh, the mm. ones we have here, they're cool now. It's a cold different uh, medical crew now it's since i've been up here the doctors have just been 
coming and going. So there was a couple mm-hmm. that I hated, and these these ones that are here now, I think they're really, really cool. But I mean, <laughs> but the receptionist, um, what's her name? I, Janice meeting. Yeah, yeah her. Jana. I just yeah. love her. Period. I mean, I, she, I, I, just, nailed, <laughs> she nailed but, the receptionist. Like yes, that, that it always is in the Kawita Clinic. I love them. That <laughs> shout out to the Kawita Clinic. Yeah, but they're just their bodies, <laughs> and they yeah. hear every complaint. And they're yeah. You know, they're, <laughs> I in the in the, the attitude. Um, I says I'm, I mean, there was a few that that, that worked at ours here and the uh, Native American Health Center in Oakland. When I walk in there, I'm like, <laughs> like you got to do. I love, I love her. Or I how love uh, her. really really quick? The main guy. Uh, what's the main character's name? Um, bear, bear. Bear. Yeah, him. When he's sitting there and, he, and she's filling out time, he goes, "I've been here like a thousand times. Don't you have any of my information?" I've said that a million times in there. Like you all know me. You, hey, Kevin. When I'm walking in there and you don't have all my information, yeah. And yeah. Oh, is, is this is this still the same? I mean, of course yeah. it is. <laughs> you live right across the street from me. Yeah. Why yeah. are you asking that? But yeah, I've I've been there. I'm sure we all have. But I mean, that's what was real about this show. Mm-hmm. Um, with the, just the little small things like that, the receptionist sitting there looking at her, smacking her lips like she could just give a fuck about <laughs> so. But I, I just thought that was real, and Jenna just knocked it out of the park as her role, just sitting there, the expression on her face, the the, the lip smacking, it was amazing. Everything. Oh my yeah. gosh, awesome! Hey, y'all, this girl with stomach pains selling meat pies. Y'all want any? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, gosh no and when he said hey like why did she go before me and she just looked at him was like yeah yeah <laughs> that, that's think, happened to me oh yeah for sure <laughs> the, the the stupidest fucking thing about ihs is what kevin's describing and i hated that it's like how am i supposed to know what address is current if you're not going to tell me what my address is and yeah. I have to like remember you know if it's been years since you've been you're just like what phone number did my mom give them yeah when I fucking first signed up and you can't update your phone number until you tell them the original phone number that's wrong and yeah. some illegal for them to tell you, you know, Ugh, yeah, I hated that. Or even the part, I've been here a thousand times because my mom works here. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, at the time when I've gotten into it with them, I said, my wife works here. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. It's just a little power that they got that they just take it to that next level. <laughs> But um, sure. loved loved all of them. I mean, there, there's some that still live here, but they they don't work there anymore. We got a whole bunch of new ones in there that are awesome. So they never give me any lip. So I'm cool. There was one, but I don't <laughs> think she works there anymore. She thought she was all that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, fuck. But I mean, I want this show to continue. I want more seasons. I hope. I'm positive there will be another. Yeah, this thing is huge because I know we're getting a second season of Rutherford Falls, which is awesome. Right, right. So I want this one to go more. I mean, some people, one one of my friends, well, which show's better? I love both of them, but I think Reservation Dogs is just a a little (laughs) few more steps up, man. But nothing to say bad about any of them on that show. I love Michael Gray Eyes. I love Jenna and um, what's his name from The Hangover. Uh, it helps. helps. He's awesome. I mean, I I love it. And all the characters. Um, Julia Jones, she's beautiful, but I think she's going to be in the new Dexter. I, I hear. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, but I mean, 
even even that is she gonna be a native or is she just gonna be a character in the show i don't know we'll see when it comes out but i don't like the way dexter ended <laughs> but hopefully this new season or this new series will, will be awesome kill more bad yeah. <laughs> i mean i i yeah i really love this show i mean rutherford falls did it, it it made me laugh and it touched me with uh, some of the stuff that was going on in the show, but I think Reservation Dogs is just a little bit more that I've experienced uh, mm. in this, with just a little bit I, that I had mentioned in this. So, but yeah, I love both of the shows. I hope both of those continue to go on. Yes, they're on streaming services and not everyone can see them, but um, there's ways to see everything. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm just really happy that we have these two shows right now. Like that, like in the show, everybody. Ha- at some point in your life had a, a, a get rich quick scheme oh, mine was baseball cards <laughs> where we would go and like sometimes it's not steal baseball cards we would buy baseball cards but we just wouldn't pay for all of them mm-hmm. and then we were trying to sell them back <laughs> we were trying uh-huh. you know we would take them and then we had enough you know idiocy to go back into the same shop and try to resell them back to them and half the time they took <laughs> uh-huh. my my hustle's action uh-huh. figures <laughs> <laughs> nice i got them and yeah I, I got my little side hustles <laughs> oh man yeah man everyone everyone's got a side hustle i mean the, the, like i said the hustle is real yeah keep it keep it legit man. keep drugs and all that other stuff out of I mean, yeah. I know, I know they're going to tackle that subject eventually with this show. I mean, I think every show always does. I mean, it doesn't have to be a native show, but there's going to be the alcoholism and the drugs because in native communities, that is a big destroyer. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I'm not saying that I, I was always a good kid, but I never really dove into the, the hard drug stuff that, that I've seen. I have family members that have struggled with, with those issues. And I've had many friends that lost their lives because of drugs, because of alcohol. I mean, I grew up in a house where my dad, when I was in much younger, he was an alcoholic. He doesn't drink anymore, but the stuff that I had seen, the, the domestic abuse um, is just not to say every family goes through it. And I, and I hate it. I always told myself that I wouldn't put my kids through that. And I have it. I mean, I'll have an occasional beer here and there, but I'm not just, yeah, I don't just go crazy <laughs> with it and, and come home and beat my wife or anything. Nah, it's, mm. That's just not the way uh, you young gentlemen that are listening to this. But I mean, I'm, I, I know it's going to be these topics are going to come up uh, within this show. So um, and, it, and it's always for me watching that when it when it deals with natives. I mean, like um, the movie Wind River that we had a couple of years ago that scene when they went into that trailer and those guys were just all drugged out. I was just like, I've been in trailers like that, looking for family members, looking for friends of mine. And I, I'm just like, uh, and I, I pretty sure, or maybe they won't, but I'm pretty sure they might tackle those subjects. And those are always tough to watch. I mean, they already hit us with a tough su- subject of losing life uh, with the very first episode. And that was tough to watch, but I mean, but, that's life and that's life on the res and that's life off the res that's life for everybody around the world but i mean i i really love what's happening in the show because i mean hey we're all sitting there and we're talking about it and everybody else in the native communities that we don't know that are talking about it and i'm sure other native podcast native podcasters are all talking about this show as well as rutherford falls and everything else so 
I mean, I think this this show has touched everybody and and like touched our hearts, touched our minds, and everything. So I, I really love what's happening in this, and I, I really want this to continue many seasons. If Big Bang Theory can go twelve seasons, why can't <laughs> why can't this? <laughs> so yeah. I really hope that um, I know the Native communities communities are all behind it. I just want everyone else to be behind this to just make this a, a number one hit show. And just for it to go on and on. And as for these these actors, uh, even the directors and the writers and everything, Taika, he's already up there, man. He's got that Disney Marvel money. But mm-hmm. uh, Sterling, I hope that he this this show gets him bigger and bigger projects. Who knows? Maybe he's cool with Taika. Maybe he can get in on that Disney money and, and direct something. I mean, even just an episode of one of those shows, or even I don't know if they'll give him an MCU movie, but I think he's he's. He knows someone that can get into that door, or even if he just even he pops up in, in a movie, one of Taika's ones. So, but um, Taika, I didn't know he was a part of this when I saw his name uh, come across the screen. I was like, right on. I mean, I loved everything that he's done, his little indie movies, and then with the Marvel stuff uh, and everything else he's done. Even the what was that one with the vampires? Um, what we do in shadows yeah that oh I mean, yeah that, i mean that was awesome that, that, that he was in that so i mean i really love what he's doing and uh i love just sterling i this is i I've, i heard him on somebody's shows um but i did some more research on him reading some things on interviews and that listening to other podcasts that it was on and this guy sounds like he's legit and i'm glad that he's doing this i mean i know there's gonna be haters out there uh, like oh I don't want to watch this I don't want to and it's it's always either a writer or a director and I'm like come on it's like crabs in a bucket and someone's getting out and there's another one that's gonna pull that person down I think everybody should be like right on this is everyone should celebrate the, um, what's going on here and and even our shows we're not pulling each other down oh don't listen to them don't yeah listen to Russ or Tyre and those guys their shows suck listen to mine no man we're mm-hmm. all here promoting each other that's why we were all on each other's shows so I think what's man, cool what I, I think what's cool is when when it comes to Sterling there are other maybe native people that you could maybe drag through the mud a little bit that are in the industry but like Sterling's got a freaking clean record, man. Like there's, there's, if you're, if you're hating on Sterling, like you're just a fucking hater, like for the sake of it, like there is, there's nothing negative you can say about Sterling's filmography. Like he's never, you know, even like Westry, Graham Greene, Gary Farmer, they all have like questionable Indian roles that they took in their career just to keep food on the table. Like Sterling moved back to Oklahoma and said like, fuck it, I'll make the movies I want to make for no money if Hollywood won't make it like he never sold out. He never took the the road that gave him money to just keep staying in the industry. And so I think I'm glad that he's on shows like when he was, uh, if you have, if you haven't listened to his uh, Mark Maron's podcast, WTF, that interview is fantastic. And like, I I'm, I'm glad he's doing that, getting out on the road show, doing podcasts and, uh, even for small stuff, like he went on Nomad Cast. I mean, some of you guys know who Nomad Cast is, but like he went on Nomad Cast show, and I I co-interviewed him then. And that dude is so fucking down to earth, man. I mean, that dude is just like he doesn't have that like aw shucks attitude. He's definitely ready for the moment, but he's just like I'm just I just want to make the shit I want to make. And if people want to yeah. go back to not paying me again, he's like I've already been there and I love doing that, so go right ahead. Like don't like this show, but he's like I think people will love it because this is what we've been wanting forever 
Yeah. He's like the perfect guy for this show. Yeah. I agree with that. From what I heard, from what everybody's like that knows him, they say he's like the hardest worker like you will probably ever meet. Like Leah said, he could probably I think he did. He made a, a like a screenplay in like two weeks, like a script, like a full on script in two weeks and just killed it. Like it was great, too. And but that's what I hear, man. He's just like never stops. And it's it's uh, what we brought up, like from Tyler, geez, from 2003 or before yeah, that around there. And he's just been you know, building, building, building up until this moment, you know, and yeah. like, it's, it's just like what everybody says, man, like when your time comes to like, you know, show up and fucking do it, like you're going to be ready. And he's proving it right now. Like he is ready. Like we're all on board. And I listen to Ian's like um, your episodes, bro. Like where you say like, let's all like, Every everybody go go watch this. Like even if you don't know what it is, like watch it. Like all the natives watch it, subscribe to it, and show them that you know we're here. Like we're here and we want this stuff because they're gonna keep giving it to us. Like and that's what that premiere felt like, dude. It was just like a sea of brown, like just fucking there, man. Just like supporting, man. Like it was fucking dope, and I I, I believe that too. Just everybody, like fucking watch this, like catch up. I mean, it's it's amazing. It's it's so smooth, and I I'm eager to see like the spinoffs that may come from this. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. What time is it? Twelve for you guys. <laughs> oh yeah, for you guys. Twelve oh seven. Is there anything you guys want to add or? I just want to say thank you for doing this, Russ. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah, for real. I mean, I've listened to Ian's podcast for about a year now. Has it been about a year? <laughs> it's like coming up on a year in about a, about yeah. a month. About a month, yeah. And then Kevin's the same way. And I'm trying to catch up all. I can't keep up with you, Russ. <laughs> Nobody can. <laughs> Nobody can. I finished one. I'm like, God dang, man. There's another one. Like, <laughs> what's happening? Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Well, I look up to y'all. I look up to y'all, man. You guys, you guys keep me inspired. You know, you guys been in, you guys been doing this for a while. (laughs) Thank you for doing this, man. This is a lot of fun, and it's good to actually like talk and not like text y'all or, you know. Oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) Hear y'all, you know, like I don't know, put put faces and voices together. (laughs) Yeah, man, Russ. I mean. This is this was awesome, brother. Man, thanks uh so much. Um, I think Ian was the first one that uh that I reached out to to interview him and then uh then Tyler and then Russ. I mean, it's it's awesome, man. I'm glad um that we did that. I'm glad I can't I can't even remember how I found everyone, how I found the three of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I mean it's cool. I'm glad that, that we did. And all all my listeners that, that have listened to those episodes of it that you guys were on, I mean, they love even Ian. You even came back and you did Fight Society with me, and we were doing like that. Even my friends were like, "Wow, man, they were listening. They're listening to your show. That's awesome." So, so it, it it's awesome. Everyone, the, all three of you guys that have been on, they all listen to your show. 
So, I mean, it's cool. Rusty, man, you're just boom, boom, boom. You got you got extras in the chambers. Like, like it's nothing. Like, as soon as this comes out, boom, you got three more right after it. I know. <laughs> Here I am struggling trying to get the next episode out. <laughs> yeah. I got like one done a month. <laughs> I got books to read and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm in so, I'm yeah, I'm in Tyler's boat, man. I lot lot of research. That's why I like interviews because it's just like you can just crank it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tyler, you'll be out um this Wednesday, and then Ian, yours will be out after Tyler's. So oh. yeah. So I mean that's why I wanted like, well, you know, you guys are you, you do really great reviews, you speak very well about what you watch, and I mean it's it's very insightful what all three of you have to say. And uh, I enjoy listening to your shows um, and just keep it up. You know, let's all keep it up and keep it positive and promote each other. And, you know, we're bros, man. We're bros you now. We're through podcasting and fuck, like, for real, like, Ian, Kevin, y'all come down, man. Like, fucking hang out and have meat pies and go go hunt deer lady. Just kidding. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let it cool down. I don't feel like standing <laughs> there sweating. Laid up or cools off here. Yeah. What what are the months when it's like just frozen out there? I'll stay away from that too. Uh January? Would you think? Yeah. I think January is when it really starts to turn. Mm-hmm. And so Tulsa, Tulsa, is that what you guys are close to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's the airport that my airline flies to. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll work something out, man, and we'll all we'll get out there and, and yeah, do this again, but in each other's faces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. I love it. Uh, all right, I guys. Some, I want well, some catfish when we show up. For sure. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's oh, what yeah. I was going to say. Is catfish big there? Or Yeah. It's the way they're saying catfish hey. is life. <laughs> We're going to catfish tomorrow. So my wife, her her mom is driving all the way from Afton, Oklahoma to here to where we live in Broken Arrow because there's a catfish place called White River. <laughs> That's where she wants to go eat. So catfish is a big thing here. Nice. Yeah, all right. Nice. You go uh, noodling. You have to take you guys noodling. Uh, nope. Nope. Uh, oh, you know. <laughs> I've seen those videos. I'm okay. good. Bro, I watched. I don't remember what the show is called, but we used to watch that, and they'd stick their arm in there and just freaking pull out it. Yeah, I'm not doing that. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a try. You know what? Let's no, do it. I'm Let's good. do it. Let's I'll do it. Watch. Again. I'll film it. I. <laughs> so I, I, I fish. I'm just like, why, why can't I just use my line and lure? Like, I'm not gonna. But the catfish are under the rocks. I guess that's the only place you can get there. I don't want to feel teeth in my arm as I'm pulling out a big Dude, fish. I've seen snapping turtles in the you go to the Oklahoma. Uh, mm. Oh yeah, turtles as big as like a truck tire. No, and, I'm good. Uh, yeah, I don't no big man. Take a finger off. Too scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, this was fun. This is really fun, and um, yeah. shit, we should. I don't know. We should try to do this again. I don't know. What do you yeah, guys after think? The season, after the season's over, yeah. let's do it again. We'll recap. Yeah. Well, I'll yeah. do. Yeah, we'll do all uh, the rest of the episodes. So yeah, was, yeah, and uh, yeah. So fuck, man, this was fun. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Um, if you can follow me at Okie Podcast on Instagram, 
uh, Russell Sun Eagle Facebook is my personal. Uh, Rustamus is my Rustamus Forty Nine is my personal Instagram. Follow me and uh, you guys shout out your stuff. You know, Ian, go for it. Yeah, Native Film Talk at in, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and NativeFilmTalk.com. Check out my website. I'll, I also post my uh, audio podcast on YouTube. Ty. Uh, yeah, Skoden Cinema. I'm at uh, Skoden underscore cinema uh, on Instagram. I also got uh, Facebook. I got a, a Facebook group there. And then I think I was telling you'll you'll hear it on, the, on my episode. I actually have like a private group because I don't know what I'm doing. And the very first one I made, I didn't realize it was private and I had to invite people. So it was like, which one do I join? And I'm like, it's the same thing, y'all. I was like, but I have to accept your invitation. So it's just kind of the joke now. That's like the, the Patreon level <laughs> <laughs> of Skoden Cinema. But yeah, you can check me out there. And I'm also at uh, ScodenCinema at gmail.com. All right. I'm all over the place. Um, <laughs> you want to listen to the show, uh, whatever podcast uh, app you're using, just search um, Skater Nez Podcast Network or uh, Mac Nez Podcast or E-Society. Uh, you can follow us on uh, Instagram, just E-Society Podcast, uh, uh, as well on Twitter. Uh, I think it's E-Society e Pod, uh, as well as MacNez Pod. Um, Facebook, just search E-Society or the MacNez Podcast. And uh, we, we try to put stuff on there. I know it's mainly me, but uh, since my grandkids are around, it's hard. But I do what I can uh, with all the <laughs> social media stuff. And uh, yeah, just please uh, give my uh, shows a listen. I'm also on the Horror Returns Network, uh, talking about horror movies. And then we also have uh, two more side podcasts, uh, The Action Returns. We talk Jeez. about nothing but action movies. And then we got uh, uh, THR Present Stream Fiends, when we just find random movies on any of these uh, streaming uh, services. But <laughs> speaking of action movies, I see... Uh, enter the ninja back there, Ty. You're gonna have to yes. come on with, when, we, when, oh, when, shit. We, when we do this. This one, dude, oh my you gotta, gosh, you gotta come on. This is, <laughs> yeah, these are all of my uh, so like I have a, a VHS collection of like sword and sorcery movies up there, like Beastmasters up there. Oh, awesome! One that's like uh, like uh, like Vietnam vet returning, like Thunder Warriors, there, Exterminator, Nam Angels. <laughs> And then I got the Steven Seagal collection down here. Is that so, Wahoo McDaniel? That is Wahoo McDaniel. Oh, man. I see Tatanka there, too. It's Tatanka, Chief J. Strongbow. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Hell yeah. You have to oh, come hey. on. Also, we got a wrestling show called The Wrestling Returns, and you guys have to come on that as well. Oh, man. Yes. Hey, remember, uh, Russ, I was telling you about my Tonto. So you my Tonto from... Uh, the Legend of the Lone Ranger. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You'll hear all of that on the episode that I did with with him. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening, watching. Um, I can't wait to for us to do this again. Uh, it's gonna be a great time. This was a great time, and I can't wait to do it again. So yeah, yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Maro. Yep. Oh, well, yeah. Cat. Oh, Go on it. Oh, God. <laughs>